Tonight, from Hermiston, Oregon, it's the Rant and Rave Podcast with Brandon Martin, Jordan Little, Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, and Yuria Ibarra as they rant about the latest news, sports, and much more. Let the ranting and raving begin. Thank you, Alex. As we welcome you to episode number 98 of the Rant and Rave podcast. Glad you could join us here once again for this week. And we're just two weeks away from the century mark, which we'll introduce our other co-hosts in just a moment. I'll make this announcement right here, right now. You have till, which is tomorrow morning at midnight, for the cameo appearances to do a simple 45 second long, just saying your congratulations. And for the other times tonight, which is 11 central, which is PM to be more specific, 10, 10 mountain time and 9 PM Pacific. So if you still want to do your cameo appearance for the show for the 100th episode, please do so by tonight or tomorrow at midnight. Now that's out of the way, so it's time to our other co-host. We'll first start off with the which oh, I forgot to introduce myself, Jack Nabbit. But either way, as usual, Brandon Martin, the uh, co-founder, co-creator, one of the producers, and of course one of the five main co-hosts of the show. Brandon Martin, as usual. Next to me is the other co-founder, other co-creator the second of five of the show, and also one of the hosts of the Bumbling Bozos Variety Program, Jordan Little. Well, I know one thing. I can't say my name twice when I'm introducing, you know, everyone else, but that's besides the point. But it's also good to be here, you know, especially, you know, on August 26, 2021. And hello, everybody, like Nick Infinite, 1992, Fan of game shows, Mitchell Hill Jr., how are you guys doing in the live chat? Anybody in the live chat, you know, feel free to, you know, say one if you're here and all that. But other than that, um, it's been a crazy week, to say the least. And whether, and I'm not talking, uh, you know, regards to anybody else's life. I'm talking the world of professional wrestling, which we'll probably uh, get into, you know, as we are starting the first, uh, you know, 30 minutes of the show. But I digress, but it's great to be here as always. And we're just two weeks away from a historic 100th episode. Indeed. And with us at this time, we got Mr. Eric Lima. Hello, America. Hello, all you Rant and Rave fans out there. Another episode, number 98, two weeks away. 100, looking very forward to that. And uh, we're going to have some fun. I know it. We have a lot to talk about, as Jordan would say. And, uh, and like I said, shout out to the cat, to the uh, the chat over here. Ben Wilner has just joined Mitchell Hill, fan of game shows. Nick Infantine, nineteen ninety two, and uh, let's have a great let's have a great time. Let's do this. And also, we got Mr. Michael Bombardier. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just gonna make this feel quick. Two weeks away, we're getting there. Yes, and also with us which is the other host of the Bumbling Bozos Variety Program, which is Uriel Ibarra, a.k.a. Ibarra Bro Studios. 
Good evening, everyone. Hi ho, this is Odeli Barra, aka Ibra Bro Studios, back in for another episode of the Ranary Podcast. Where on um, this episode, I have some uh, pretty interesting topics as well as some uh, sneak peeks on uh, on the next episode of the Bundling Bozos coming to Saturday. Awesomeness. I also have a topic regarding, you know, for tomorrow, which, you know, and I'm at a little bit at, uh, you know, whether or not I should do this or do that kind of deal, but I'll get, but I'll get to that later. Oh my God. Look what Ben sent me. He sent me a picture of uh, him watching us on TV. So yes, same here. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm a star. He just sent me a message saying you're a star. Yeah, I'm a star. We're on, we're on TNT. The same network that AEW is on. Uh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yes. Thank you very much. I got the same thing here. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that message, Jen. Here we go. <laughs> Me. <laughs> me looking away because I was doing something. Wait, and, I heard tomorrow you're gonna be reviewing some big ball all done. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I want. I, you know, the funny thing is, he looks like Big Van Vader, but the problem is, he looked like as if Big Van Vader and freaking, you know, um, uh, Umaga had a love child. Only thing is, Moen. <laughs> Jerome, Romy, Latimer, what's going on? Latimer, that's the same last name that Thomas Latimer from NWA. I want to be hey, Jordan, right. any strange men trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know what he's referring to. Uh, no, thank God. I've been looking over my shoulder, but if that person tries, I'm going to drown him. <laughs> strange men trying to give you a bath? Tell him for me. He's an asshole. I'll do that for free. We're a bunch of strange, there's, there's a bunch of strange people around here in this country, let me tell you. you know? Either way. Uh. But at the end of the day, by the way, just so we're clear, in the next two weeks, once we hit episode 100, this is something that we're all that we've been planning for for months, you know. And I, you know, we we're wondering like what time we're going to start the show, you know. Well, the thing is, if I if I may, Brandon, go ahead, Jordan. For the last few months, you know, we've been doing a lot of good two-hour, maybe three-hour shows, which is fine, you know, and all that. But, however, the only long show we've ever had, the longest episode of Rant and Ray podcast has ever been broadcasted, has been episode 48. And we all know that certain episode of, you know, of somebody that, you know, that had to be discussed about. But at the end of the day... It was the longest episode for a reason because of certain things. Now, granted, at the end of the day, we did a lot of stuff like, you know, the, you know, the grade level guessing game, you know, and this, that, and the other. But the thing is, we tried to provide a lot we can for, for a lot of people, whether it was in the Discord live chat or the live chat in general. But at the end of the day, we try to move on and adapt with what we do as, you know, not just as a team, but as a show in general. But... At the end of the day, we have to break records. So, at episode 100, for the very first time ever, it'll become the longest episode as it will be six hours long. Wow. That means at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that is how the show will start. 
And I know you're probably thinking, would that be a lot much for you to do, to do six hours? Well, the thing is, it'll be a lot. It'll be a lot. But at the end of the day, it's worth it to break to make history. Hmm. Episode 20, episode 20 and I felt long because Romy was on there. <laughs> Wasn't very that long, long, but then again, it was, it was like the almost the standard episode of every R&R, you know, for two hours. But <clears throat> nonetheless, but yeah, that's why I had, um, oh, I see what you did in the private chat. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah. At the end of the day, that's what we're, you know, we're planning, you know, we're wanting to make history. Some people have been asking us, like, maybe we should make that the make, we should have a longest episode to beat episode 40, um, you know, eight's record. So that's what we've done. So with that being said, there you go. That's what I wanted to get off my chest real quick. I, I, I was David try to complete lost level for six hours. <laughs> I was there. Watch David try to complete law. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I could tell you there would be zero viewers after many attempts. Uh, yes, I agree, Romy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Remember, kids, when you see same clue two to three, three times or more when playing Password? <laughs> Point oh, yes. Yeah. Don't worry, that rule, new rule's coming up, so. Oh, okay. But that's all I'm going to say on the matter. Um, anybody got some questions in the live chat before we hit the 30-minute mark? Feel didn't free to do so. Didn't we, didn't we introduce Michael Mabardi already? Yeah, we did. Okay. I want to make sure. Yeah, we did. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Oh, my God. Flies in your room? Flies, man. Ben, <laughs> I come home from work, and my sister was in the bathroom. She screamed so loud. I was like, what the heck is going on? On a centipede. She is a raider of a centipede. Oh, hey, I'm going to put this in the private chat. I'm not going to do the, say it publicly, but this is for Uriel, which I think he'll probably laugh at. Okay. Oh, mm. Mm. I think I'm, I think I messed up on something. <clears throat> mm. Remember? Oh yeah, I, I already read that. So, honest with flies, it can't be worse than freaking mosquitoes. I'm allergic to them, so. I love summer, but on opening boxes. Oh, okay. Mm. I see. That's all the movements. Okay. Flies not. It's not dealing with flies. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh. You see what I mean? oh, oh, yeah. Mm, that's cutting edge. Yeah, mm. I know. That's why I'm not saying it in, in public. And bugs keeping going into the house. Man, anyway. I don't blame you, Ben. I don't blame you just to. Bugs. Mm. The guy can be allergic to them if you look like one. Jesus! What did I ever do to you? What's with the insults? No insults. <laughs> How can you be allergic to them if you if you look like one? Oh. So that means I'm allergic to myself. Also, that's why I've been sneezing for the past couple of days. Also, yeah, it has, no, yeah it has nothing to do with COVID. I mean, after all. I hope not. Well, I, nah, I don't think it's COVID, but yeah. it's just allergies. I I always get allergies. To be honest with well, you, okay. I, I'm not I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna be like all these other guys to get the vaccine. If I have to get the vaccine, there's only one thing that's gonna happen. I have to be quarantined for 24 hours. That means I can't do anything to help around my ha house, and you know, in regards to my sister. So, I mean, like, 
and the thing is, I can't be around her because, you know, her immune system, you know, it's very sensitive. Mm -hmm. And, but still, I don't understand what's the point of me getting a vaccination for something that I haven't even caught, you know? I mean, um, I don't know. If anything, I got, I, if anything, I got a, I got a, I got a strong immune system. Like it's, I'm not, it's not easy for me to get sick for anything. So, I mean, I should be good. I mean, your, I mean, your system might be strong, but your brain, I'm not sure. Just look, just because I've, I got a lot of brain cells, you know, and a few screws. Doesn't, doesn't, hold on, let, hold on, let me, let me say this. Just because I, you know, can lose a few brain cells and have a few screws loose doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to anything. I'm surprised you got screwed. Well, speaking of screw loose. Jerome Latmer says, I have to be quarantined every time the ice cream truck passes by. Romy the Berserker. Huss! 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 Short man. How do you like it when I put the salt through your cold, stinking dark skin? Huss. He said, I, ha I have a horrible immune system. I'm getting sick at looking at Jordan. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's well, you know what, Romy, you're making you're making me hungry, and I'm getting more hungrier just by looking at you in the live chat. You know, with those you know insults towards me. Bottle of lotion. So you're calling him piggy? Never mind, Ben. Too much information. <laughs> yeah, and it's hey, not like Bob. the vaccine is going to prevent you from getting it. Yeah, yeah, you could also say that too. A bottle of lotion. So about uh, what are you what are you watching? <clears throat> the world may never know. But I kind of believe I kind of believe Romy with the ice cream truck. <laughs> Romy the berserker. I don't think of a berserker. I'm thinking of oh, Huss. Huss. Undertaker. <laughs> he was a nutcase, the berserker. The berserker. Oh, yeah, he was a nutcase. Nah, that's nah, good, man. That's good, man. Yeah. But, oh my gosh! The gentleman that currently is in the WWE at, via NXT, you can reminds me of a little bit of Berserker, Saxon Huxley. I like that guy. That's catchphrase. There he goes. There goes Saxon Huxley. I like that when he says. That. I'm like, I love this guy. I don't like the crazy runs. <laughs> Either way, out of one, out of one rapies. Can we go through the walls? I like cool. Let's get drunk. That's that's what I that's what I yeah it's like oh yeah, yeah speaking of speaking of Lucas no I'm talking like I'm talking like the Kool Aid Man that does it you know the Kool Aid Man wait what if wait what if Macho Man were to voice the Kool Aid Man that would have been funnier oh yeah. Ooh, yeah Kool Aid yeah drink the Kool Aid, Kool -Aid Man just dig it how come that man, how come that was a thing. I have no idea. That should that be a thing. thing. It, everybody yeah. did a petition. We got to make that happen. Okay. The All right. The, you know, macho man, you know, uh, Kool-Aid, you know, thing. That'd be good. Macho flavored Kool-Aid. Macho flavored. There we go. That's Ma good. Macho madness. It writes itself. Genius. There you go. There you go. Latmer's on board. Has a few waiting for the Mad Max inspired faction, Mace T Bar, and the new Gimp carrying cross. You know what? That would not be a bad faction of all. If Mason T Bar get needed a leader, carrying cross would be perfect. Those three would wreck havoc. Beats eating them nasty. 
Slim Jim. I actually like the, like the Slim Jims. I'm not no. a big Slim Jim fan either. I try the Slim Jims. I'm like, no, nah, not for me. But each, each their own, as they say. Each their own. Um, by the way, you know, it's kind of funny, Eric. And since you're you're here, remember last night, you know, on um on my stream, we were, you know, we were um doing a live reaction to the 100th episode of AEW Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. The thing, I mean, not going to lie, you were very, you know, impressed and intrigued of what would happen if Serena Deeb and Doc Gallows were able to join up with CM Punk and reunite the Straight Edge Society in all elite wrestling. That would you know, be Straight Edge Elite? <laughs> well, maybe. Straight Edge Elite. That would be C. At the, at the end of the day. C. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day. The reason, and, and, and you know, and I'll say it again, like I did last night. The reason why I brought that up is because I saw a Facebook post, like shared, yeah. you know, from some website talking about mm -hmm. that, like you know, if Doc Gallows and Serena Deeb were to come together, you know, and you know, and reunite with Punk and AEW, and then, but then again, they wouldn't be called the Straight Edge Society, but they'd have to be called something that's similar to that, you know. I, I Just, say Straight Edge. Elite. The problem is they would have to get Carl Anderson into it. Well, the thing is, Carl Anderson doesn't have to be a part of it, you know. I mean, but then again, I, I guess you, I, I guess, uh, I guess that makes sense because him and Carl Anderson and uh, Doc Gallows, they're really good at, you know, yeah, being in a, yeah, being a tag team. Uh, and by the way, Gary, Gary saw he'll send our our thoughts and regards for Arnold Hunter on the next both. So that's that. Thank you very much. That's yeah, nice. thank you very much. Oh, um, really speaking nice. of Gary, two things: have you seen uh, Gary impression Gary's impression of you? Oh no! Oh oh no! I mean, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh no! I mean, after all, it's not like, well, because of Jordan. I mean, I got no problems with him, but the thing is, I like to make fun of him because you know, I mean, like that's just who I am. I don't care if I'm from 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 New York. I don't care if I. I mean, like if, if I don't care if people adjust me because I love Asian chicks. The fact of the matter is, I beat my meat more than he ever will, and on top of all that. I have mo I have a blow up doll. <laughs> and you did David okay. too. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I got a re I got a really mean joke. Wait, oh. he did it. Wait, he did David too. He did. Yeah, person, he did. <laughs> oh no! Oh, Jay Houston, aka Total Drama Content. What's up? Just let, you know, I want to give a shout out. So. Oh, I got a really mean joke on on Jordan. I mean, it's so mean. What? I might get I might get fired after this. So why? Well, you put in the front. You could put it in the private chat if you wanted to. I mean, I'm not going to get uh, offended either way. Um, Why do you so sound I'll, like Vince I'll, Russo? I'll say it out loud. Why do you sound like Vince Russo? Why does Why does Sean's View Entertainment sound like Vince Russo? Oh. <laughs> okay. So, Ouch. Okay so, okay. so you know what Jordan just said. Um, you should get a Macho Man as the voice of Kool Aid. For one, Jordan is being original. Yeah, but here's the thing. I realize I realized something, and I didn't say this, but you know how many people said like, you know, that sounds familiar. You know, like whenever I do something that's kind of similar or almost the, the same thing as someone else. You know, Gary has that idea for a Discord server for a live chat. Oh. Sounds familiar. Hmm. Mm. The only problem with the Martin Kool Aid. But here's thing. the thing. But you know what? I'll get into that. You know, what? I don't blame Gary if he wants to try that idea. I mean, everybody can do it. I mean, mm -hmm. like, I mean, like, I, I mean, just because, 
just because, you know, Rant and Rave did, you know, a live chat Discord server doesn't mean everybody should, you know, take inspiration of it, you know, too much. I mean, everybody else can do it no matter what. And if Gary wants to do that, then that's fine. I mean, especially in regards to what happened this past Monday, you know? Velveteen Dream oh, said it again. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Velveteen Dream should be the next spokesman person for <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow, oh, Jerome. Yeah. Man, that was, that was, <laughs> that was great. Man, you'll probably be wow. you'll probably better than uh, Daryl. I love, I love it. Yeah. Okay, that, that was good. That but either way, good. um. But yeah, I, I understand people don't want it. Well, the thing is, if he ever wants to do it, that's fine. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like be mad about. It. I mean, we're, we've been there, done that. But I will say though, this past Monday, I mean, I can understand like you know everybody was upset why they left, you know the, why they left the you know the stream, you know while it was going live because of yeah. the annoyance. But I know know why. But here's the thing, and I kind of agree with Gary on this. Don't let like you know like losers behind a keyboard get to you just because they're spamming. I mean, the the only thing they're doing is building the views. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, send me something. Dakota Beachler, hello? Yes. How's it going with you, uh, Dakota? Yeah. And by the way, Andrew, sent me something. Yeah, yeah. is it is it yeah. Rant and Rave is the, is, no, is the number one podcast on YouTube? Mm. Ever. Yeah. 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 From Andrew, thank you. Andrew, is it hockey? Yeah. They gave us a yeah, crap load of views. Well, yeah, but I'm podcasting look, Andrew Hawking. And I know, I know, Romy thought it was hilarious. I'm just speaking. I mean, I'm just you know, giving out you know, like you know, the other side of the coin. You know, the live audience and not the ones on the panel. I mean, sure. I mean, Romy can handle it all by himself. That's no big pro big deal. I mean, he's a great moderator. But the thing is, you know, it's always you know, it, it's always you know, like. Some people tend to get bothered by you know small things, and yet even though those those trolls were tr were ra were stream rating, at the end of the day, you gotta know how to handle it. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I was looking at this Wait. previous one: Vince McMahon versus Vince Russo in a let's see who can kill a wrestling company faster <laughs> match. Ooh. Ring sting. Well, well I love Vince's. I'd have no, to go with Vince. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to win this? It's like, it's like Bobby DeBrain. <laughs> what the hell, Jerome? <laughs> what did he say, Neil? What do you Oh, no. Who's going to win this match, Brain? A guy named Vince. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got more pictures of those. I got <laughs> Wow. I think I've got, got a collection of, of, of those Hello. But here's the thing, Jordan. What, who would win, Vince McMahon or Vince Russo? Guy named Vince. Like, yeah, I said, I said, said it. I, I know who's going to win. It's going to be Vince. Lawrence Which one, though? Three. I They're just told you. It's, it's going to be Vince. Yeah, I know. I know which one I'm talking about. It's Vince. You know, <laughs> he did this. He did this. You know, like back in the Attitude Era, he did this, and you know, along, along the lines of other segments. I mean, it's going to be Vince. And, yep, Dakota Beachler, first time on Rant and Rave. Thank you, Dakota, for coming in and, and 
and sit back and join and have some fun. Yes, indeed. And create an anger collage. What? Oh, great. And <laughs> Romy sent me a voice message. Uh-oh. Let's see oh, what this boy. is all about. Hey, bet your five bucks is going to be a fart. I'll give you a... Oh, on, it's I'll Eddie. You. Yep. I am bad job, you know. <laughs> Sound like somebody was about to, you know... No more Taco Bell for you, Romy. Well, that's because he doesn't eat Taco Bell. But the thing is, that almost sounded like somebody, you know, that, you know, you know, like a dam bursted inside you, and now we got a chocolate rain. <laughs> Here's no five bucks. Yeah, five bucks. Ran flakes. Go bigger. Them freaking brand flakes. <laughs> he's got to stop drinking some of that, you know. Um, you who? Got, oh, oh my God, that and you know, prune juice too. <laughs> Nestle quick. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna turn. Don't into worry, Eric. I'm right along with you, brother. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna turn him into a total drunk. At least I'm okay. Look, at least I'm. At least I was honest. I'm. I'm way too upset. With the Muppets, so. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you can't want to chat or make me laugh so hard. No sleeping with that poor bunny. That's sleep quick. That poor bunny. We have a match between the the bunny, uh, the uh, the poor bunny from Nestle Quick or Bugs Bunny. <laughs> well, or the trick, well, or, or 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 the silly rabbit for tricks. tricks. <laughs> well, they they still sell the the Nestle uh, cereal, except it's over in Mexico. So he's I mean, asking me like. Yeah, I've seen those cereals like all the time when I was a kid. And I just said something about it in the private chat. No. <laughs> and I'm not and I'm not being racist. I'm just being funny. <sighs> you got you gotta love some um humor, you know, whether it be light, dark, or maybe in the middle. Oh hey, it's a Oh my god, it's okay. Cadbury Bunny, ba ba ba. Okay, honestly, honestly, if Romy does a channel where all he does if Romy does an ASMR channel where all he does is just farting, it'll be far more soothing and more and more relaxing than that freaky YouTuber that all he does is just like farting is soothing and relaxing. I bet. I think you know what somebody should. If you know if if there ever comes a day when whether it's whether it's you know whether when Bofa ever has has its at one final episode, I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying if it ever has its one final episode. They should have like a compilation of how many times everyone farted, you know, on you know on on, on an episode, whether it was from Flicks of the Dicks or both was on the sofas. That, that should be a long episode. But if I can be honest about this, about what happened on Monday, now I will admit the whole this making the chat into a uh, Discord, which it did remind me of what you guys used to do, but but at the same time, I was like, eh, it's. Nah, see, if it's Gary's, if, if Gary was good at all, I'll be fine. But I will say this about the, the whole raid thing. Now, Tanner said it, Tanner Talk said it best. There is a difference between being funny and being annoying, which for me, I was com I was just annoyed because it, it really yeah. annoyed me. Yeah, and for sure. The worst part is this happened. This, this wasn't the first time that happened to me, 
I I watched this uh I watched this a uh, YouTube channel <laughs> called um LSSQ, which he does a uh, lost media. Really fascinating guy. He was uh, streaming uh, late at night, you know. It's kind of like a chill stream, you know, doing like a Q and A, you know, um, you know, looking at some um, some wiki stuff until then, until then, somebody in the chat was keep spamming like for the sake of attention to the point it it gone so to the point it gone repetitive and just irritating and it ruined the moment. No, it literally ruined the entire stream. Yeah, well, not not for the for the for the ones on panel, but for those who are in the live chat trying to have a good time watching the the product i mean it did yeah it literally ruined my night because of that and that's what but, the me in general annoying and a pain in the ass gary is wise gary has a lot of logic and wise i don't blame him yeah well he's also upset if the rumors are true about kenny omega and haiku shida oh yeah oh, man now Gary's on. I, I know. Gary's. I know. I'm a dick. Oh, now Gary's on your hate list, which is uh -oh. not too surprising. My hate list. No, Gary's on his hate list. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, Elite JCTV, how are you doing? Oh, I love that movie. Good. Oh, there's Roby. <laughs> oh my God, Gary would be on. All Gary needs to do is while Hikaru Shida and Kenny Omega go on a date, you just sit there. Like the uh, table with Mike Farrell, Wayne just fart his. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> Imagine what that so would be. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh boy! Uh, ouch! I feel. That so would happen. Well, I think that would be happening once she gets the AEW Women's World Title back. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you never know. Here's somebody like, say chocolate or, rain. What, what is that? Uh, Mama Bear. Little did I hear somebody say chocolate brand? Oh my god, but anyway, 30 minutes are, have passed. Let's get on to our topics before we're all yeah. I can't put what he's in the live chat, so I understand, Romy. I can only imagine. Oh, Jordan, your favorite thing. Let's -a go, ho. Let's do it. Right. All right, and we'll start off the episode with. Okay, I'm leading off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little angry. Not, not totally angry about this. Peacock Television. Oh I, boy. Peacock Television. There was supposed to be an, an episode of NXT UK that was supposed to start at three o'clock. I waited a stinking hour long for it to upload, and they didn't even upload the episode. Oops. And believe me, those stupid Ever idiots over at, at WWE. Made the biggest, dumbest mistake when he decided we're going to get rid of the network from the, for the United States of America and put everything on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Great idea for a smart, great idea for a smart move, dummies. And believe me, if L.A. Knight would be here, he'd be saying, dummy, yeah, that's what it is. Those idiots made the list. I had to watch, I had to watch NXT UK on another stream, and I had to do a report there. And uh, 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 butt-headed peacock television, WWE need to have a chat with these idiots. And I'm sure Vince may be regretting that that day. Because we love NXT UK. They have a lot of great matches up there. They have great quality matches. Walter Dragonoff. Those two, you know, and let's watch Coffee and Joe Coffee and Rampage Brown. One last match. Even the women are stepping up to the plate. 
with Mako Satamora as champion. I mean, Ava Valkyrie and Geneva beat the holy you-know-what at each other in a no-DQ match. And it's like, I'm telling you, NXT UK is something not to be slept on. And those idiots of Peacock decided, we're, oh, we're going to, and they said, oh, they responded, they said, oh, we're going to get the episode up. I waited an hour long for that episode, and after it was over, it was never up. Uh, but you want, you want to make a bet that when I get off here, when this is over, I go on it, Peacock, and it's finally uploaded there. I'll, I'll take that bet. Uh, uh, you know, dummy. You know, uh, hypothetically, you know, I, I can I can imagine they'll, they'll upload it by now. Dummies. That's what I said. It's dumb. They're a bunch of dummies. Peacock, bunch of dummies. WWE, even even bigger dummies. Dummy. How much yeah. you want to bet? Yeah. Feel like LA Knight all of a sudden. That's and hello, Amber Spencer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm Angie. Huh. Oh, well, right. <laughs> I was Raquel Gonzalez. Anyway. Okay. I heard somebody say they want to bet. So how much you guys want to bet? I got money. No. Not a casino, oh, Uriel. No, 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 not, not Uriel. Not a real bet. No. <clears throat> I'm just saying, you know. I'm yeah. just saying. But thanks for being having a sense of humor, Uriel. Yeah, I'm a little upset about Peacock doing, uh, doing that. He said, oh, we're going to have it ASAP hour long later. Never uploaded. I had to watch it on another stream. Somebody, so, somebody, somebody called Peacock's mama. That's all I'm going to Somebody called my mama. Plus, also, when you think about it, and you know how left, you know, Peacock can be. I mean, it's no secret regarding to their little political idea and agenda. Mm. They're also wanting to censor things that happened in the past. Like, this is mm. my, 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 you know, ideal, okay? If you want to, like, if you don't want something repeated, like, mm. say, if you don't want to see something, then don't watch it. However, if you do watch it, you'll realize something like that can never be done again because of today's society we live in in regards to pro wrestling. Okay, I'm checking. Wow, Romy, that's a freaking low. They, it. they still haven't uploaded it, dummies. We don't dummies. need to know how, how much you sell your butt on, on them corners. Dummies. Mm. Ouch. Dummies. And Raven Powers, how are you doing? WWE should stay in WWE Network. Peacock is so stupid. Yep, I agree. Well, uh, I, I was I was in disagreement with the idea from day one because what was the point? Mm. I mean, you. Yeah. We, I mean, like they. We wasted like seven years of paying nine ninety nine per month for these bastards, and next thing you know, they're taking it down because they're doing because they're doing this for money in regards to making more money with Peacock. Yeah, and you know, twenty bucks, um, uh, you know, five bucks a month. I mean, I can understand, but still, I think they they made a mistake. They made a mistake. Mm. Then the baseball is ridiculous, but. Oh, that's uh, Dakota. That's already been done, so to speak. I think, uh, yeah, the ridiculous part of checking the piece, uh, they're cheating, yeah, especially when uh, Joe Girardi and uh, Max Scherzer that that was a funny thing that happened, but anyways, uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my first topic because uh, Peacock, dummy, yeah, you just made the list. Somebody call your mama, I'll call that right now. That's not <laughs> All right. Next up, it will be me this time. All right. Well, this Saturday is the um, Relentless Wrestling Hot August fights. You know, the drill for this Saturday back at the Trailbreak Slider House, Liberty Lake, Washington. Unfortunately, I won't be there because due to uh, tight on, you know, the you know the money issues. But that'll be another story for all another entire time. But I checked it out the, the match card. 
we have a tag match. We got uh, NDS taking on the Bash Bros of Chris Ross and Dave Turner. And also an update on the uh, the match stipulation between the digital dev devil Kai Finn and the devil himself Drexel. It will be a hardcore rules match. Man, that that fight will be that match will be man, oh man. And of course, a little update on the uh, Jackson Price will be in action. He'll be going up against everybody's favorite homeboy, Chris Brady. So. That's just a little bit of updates, of course. So tickets are are limited. You know, tickets, of course, tickets are going to go fast because if you don't, if you're not going to be, if you're, if you want to be there, I mean, get your tickets now while they last. But either way, that'll be the end of my first topic regarding two relentless wrestling hot August fights. All right, now I could go ahead and type in the next one. And how? I am up for Monday Night Raw for my first topic. All right. For, we got a two-parter to start off. First off, we got the uh, the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, or the, the almighty Bobby Lashley. Lashley. Accompanied by Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP. Oh, and yeah, more and like he's falling if he, if, he, if he gets knocked out from that cane. Yikes, 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 yikes. And he is taking on Damian Priest, the archer of infamy. Bullseye. Oh, champion champion match. Yeah, in a champion versus champion. U.S. champion versus, versus WWE champ. Winner of the match as a result of a disqualification, Damian Priest. Time of the match. Cue the word, guys. Oh, uh, wow. Time of the oh, match, wow. 90 seconds. Because that walking jar of mayonnaise is one, interfering the match. One minute and 30 Russia. seconds. Hmm. Yeah, but here's another catch. This would eventually end up as a tag team match. Play a holla holla. All right, here we go. Damian Priest and Drew McIntyre going up against Sheamus and Bobby Lashley. Of course, accompanied by Montel Vontavious supporter MVP. Mm-hmm. Winners of the match... Damian Priest and Drew McIntyre. That's a heck of a team right there, to be honest. Hey, listen to this. Drum, Drum just said MVP comparing the Undertaker to having zombies in the match to defend his company. What a shill! I agree. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Time of the match for that one, and even fourteen minutes. An Irish red rooster. <laughs> that more like the walking giant and then, in singles, once again in singles competition, we got Karrion Cross taking on Ricochet. Now, before I feel the winner, what did you think of his entrance when he went all into the ring? All the things was going through my head was da 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 da
Yeah, he's like, like a gladiator. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know what's mm-hmm. up with that. Every scene that apparently was at the demolition gear back in the day. Yeah. <sighs> that was my worst impression of American Gladiators theme song back in the day, Romy. Just to let you know. <laughs> yeah. Winner of the match, Karrion Cross. Time of the match again for the word. A quickie! Again, this was 90 seconds. <laughs> seconds. That's the that's the time that's the uh, same timeline of the room to room romp in the Finders Keepers uh show. We don't know what yeah. that is. Look it up, kids. And and then we got Moist TV with Logan Paul. Somebody call my mama on this one. What? Why the WWE more, more dumb decisions, man? More dumb decisions. Absolutely. They're trying to yeah. use. They're trying to use them. They're paying him just to help build the build the ratings. That's all they're doing. This would not, end it's up. Not, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I agree. I agree. This would end up being a match between Xavier Woods going up against the Miz, accompanied by John Morrison. Emily Main just said, "Will Bray will Bray Wyatt return to WWE or go to AEW?" Um, Very good question, Emily. Uh-huh. Well, there have been reports saying that he's going to AEW, but then again, we can't confirm or deny that because we're not, you know, um, uh, backstage, you know, um, yeah. yeah, dirt sheet writers, I guess. We're going to have to be ninjas to do that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Eric, we come for you, ninja. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a minute. Before I reveal the winner, Moist TV, I wonder what they charge per minute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Michael, just get get going before the bully shoe ugly. Gucci bitch, bucket hat. Winner of the match, Xavier Woods. Time of the match, eleven minutes and forty seconds. Wait, that was that. Eleven minutes and forty seconds. Wow! Finally, get a match that's you know like over ninety seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, we did have one that lasted 14 minutes, and that was the tag team match. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Two matches so far. Yeah. But then after the match, Shades of 2009, The Miz attacked John Morrison. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking like are we talking like he attacked him like viciously like back in 2009 or what? No, he attacked him. Just straight out. Yeah. What well, what was worse, Logan Paul or Snooki in WWE? Oh yeah. my God, <laughs> that's well, a tough call. Both. Maybe both. Maybe both. Maybe both. No, he's both. Yeah. Yeah. Did Logan Paul really get booed out of the building? No, he really got booed. They, nobody likes him. Nobody yeah. liked the guy. Nobody. Sorry for reasons. Yes. Ah. Oh, 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 Michael, you're in big trouble now. Michael, don't bother. You better, you better <laughs> save your coins and your. Video. I was reading your previous comment, Jerome. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was reading. Yeah, we read your pre- previous comment, bro. Jeez, <laughs> man. I think. I, I think. I, I was doing you a favor. <laughs> I think. I think. I think the re- uh, that, There's no insult. I mean, like the thing is. I think he's just joking around, like, you know, yeah. regarding to, you know, moist TV or whatever, you know? Hmm. Um, yes, I do remember Snitsky. Yes, Emily, I do. 
Yes. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, yeah, we'll get Not my fault. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. Another thing from Jerome, moist, moist TV. This is why they keep... <laughs> 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 it's not it's my not fault. fault. So now we're back to square one with Miz and Morrison breaking up and becoming rivals. Mm. At least, I mean, I actually like it when they're when you know when they when they face each other. I mean, but the question is, are they really going to do something with Morrison this time, or what? That's a good question. Uh-huh. Very good. Uh, I hope so. I and like then, this. following that, we got Mansoor, accompanied by Mustafa Ali, taking on Jinder Mahal. Accompanied by Veer and Shanky. Ashanti, Shanti, Shanti. <laughs> Winner of the match as a result of a disqualification, Mansoor. Time of the match again with the word. A quickie! Oh, what happened to Joey Mercury? Does he work? still work for WWE? Yeah, he still works, but as a backstage, you know, kind of guy, you know. Yeah. Probably yeah, as a like producer. Takes politics. Time of the match, two minutes and 20 seconds. Two minutes and 20 seconds. And then we got a women's tag team match player, holla holla. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, God, oh. Ben. <laughs> I, didn't say, I, I didn't say anything, but then again, I knew you were going to see it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> ben. Wow. That's, I, I, that's funny. You just made the list, Ben. Yeah. Well, I got some sandals. Here's my so. question: How do you fit? How do you fit people under the bed? Is what I want to know. Uh, but nevertheless, we got Nikki Ash and her partner Rhea Ripley taking on Shayna Baszler, known as the Queen of Spades. And then I got to read this comment. Joey Mercury works in the ladder department at Home Depot. (laughs) Oh, I know it. I get it. Oh, my God. That was a horrific injury, though. Oh, yeah. I'm getting 2006, man. Yeah, I'm like, wow. He's talking about not for the squeamish. Not a right. not a pleasant memory memory for Joey Mercury. Yeah. All right, who are they taking on? Shayna Baszler noticed the Queen of Spades, and here comes the cue for you, Brandon, and for you, Jordan. Naya. Oh, oh. oh. oh my butt! Ah! My hole! <laughs> <laughs> my leg. <sighs> <laughs> that was gruesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, oh yeah, god, that, that injury to Murky it was gruesome. But yeah, I thought Cash Wheeler's injury was gruesome. Oh. Uh, winners of the match: Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. Time of the match: ten minutes. Of- oh, my <laughs> oh, my oh my god. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Someone from Let's See World know they found their missing workout. Oh, that was harsh. Freak. Oh my Some somebody should also tell them that they're they're missing their um their whale shark too. 
long wheel Time on the match. 10 minutes and 15 seconds. I'm surprised they didn't nickname her the Meg. And then, Brandon, oh, you know what time it is. Okay. Calm yourself down, Mr. Martin. Okay. There we go. And the famous words of Todd Grisham of Always on Sunday Night Heat when it was back then. The main event. Yeah, absolutely. One, we got one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions. Riddle, accompanied by Randy Orton. Bro. Taking on. Bro. Taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles, accompanied by Omas. Winner of the match, Riddle. Time of the match, 13 and a half minutes. 13 minutes and 30 seconds. After all that chaos, that's definitely the end of my first topic. Back to you, Brandon. Well, unfortunately, it isn't back to me. But, however, next up, though. Oh, it's me. All right, hold on. Here's a question for you guys. When was the first time Miz and Morrison teamed Hint before ECW? Ooh, okay. Well, I I don't know. I mean, it maybe maybe it was probably – I'd have to go – I'd have to go with SmackDown because I think that, that was where, you know, like – ECW and SmackDown had a talent exchange, but you know, well, yeah, yeah, I might be right, but I'm gonna wait, wait a few. Yeah, I'm correct. 2008, wait, you know why Matt Riddle's always smiling? He has no idea where he is. Hey, well, what? Okay, what's the, okay? Yes, okay. What? What's worse, Matt Riddle always smiling or Finn Balor always smiling? Look! 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 Well, Finn does it on his pictures for Finn Freeze just to have a fun. Oh, the person your webcam didn't broke when you smiled. Alex. Uh oh. Oh God! What did he do? Oh. <laughs> I'm sitting on the. I mean, I'm. Ah. <laughs> 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 not be smiling. I have to agree with you, Romy, on that. Finn Balor should be focused on getting a championship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Alex. Well, but that's but, 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 but I guess we all know who could be uh, Roman Reigns' next challenger if Brock's not going to be there for um, you know Extreme Rules or Extreme Fools, as I like to call it. Um, but anyway, um, my first topic is going to be something that's going to happen tomorrow afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It was already announced on on uh, Bolfas, and I'm going to announce it here. For the very first time ever on my channel, I am going to interview the infamous Romy2184, a.k.a. Jerome Latimer. Now, now, here's the deal. I don't know on how I'm going to do it. I mean, the, the interview is scheduled for 5 o'clock, but I don't know if I should do an episode of... Uh, <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, that's a real compliment. That's a that's a real compliment to to him. You know that, like to himself. Mm-hmm. But either way, um, I don't know whether I should do you like have it. You know, like like on chilling with Jordy, or just do it as a separate video altogether. I'm still planning that out. But whatever work, but whatever you know, drums comfortable with. I mean, it's it's all good. 
But at the end of the day, I got to, you know, I mean, like, it's actually going to be a real honor because I've been planning on doing interviews with certain people, you know, as of late. And I thought it'd be best if I did Jerome to be the first guy, you know, on my list of people that I want to interview. And it ain't just going to be him. I mean, I, it'll, it'll be anybody in the later point in time. It could be someone you know, could be someone you don't know. At the, at the end of the day, Jerome's going to have the honor of being the first man being interviewed on my channel. But the problem is I don't know whether to use it as a as a separate, as a, you know, a standalone video or just have an episode of Chilling with Jordy altogether. <laughs> Wait, the, the dipshit mass muscle prick. Well, I you agree with that. Your first, oh, my God. Yeah, I can't stand that uh, muscle guy as well. <laughs> Well, yeah, he'll, yeah, David will also be back, you know, be backstage as a producer, you know, like just like he would be for R and R. Now he's not backstage as of as of late right now because of Actually, you know. Other... He is. Oh, he is. Okay, yeah, well, really. what? Why? Well, why didn't he say anything? But anyway, um, <laughs> well, he's sitting in the chat. Still, um, he'll also try and help out, you know. Also, regards to the live chat, you know, if um. If something gets too rowdy or whatever, but I, I digress. Getting rowdy. That's uh, that's all I gotta say for my uh, for my for for my first topic. And my mother was right, Romy. You're a <laughs> you're an idiot. I agree with her. She is wise as well. Always listen well, to your mother. Mother's knows best. Billy well, hey, I should house. know too. All right. Next up, it'll be me again. All right. This one will be uh, WWE SummerSlam. Hopefully it wasn't Summer Sham. Or Summer Scam. Man, that was crazy this past Saturday. But then again, uh, go ahead. Summer yeah, and the attendance was over 51,000. Yeah, nice lie. Liar. Nice lie. Liar. Yes, over 49 plus thousand to be exact, but if you want over 40, but either way, of course, the pre show started off with Biggie taking on Baron Corbin or Baron Snorbin. You like Bor Boren Snorbin, yeah, Boren Snorbin, that's what I meant to say. But <laughs> and finally, Biggie getting the win over Baron Corbin with a Time, of course, at six minutes and 35 seconds. No quick. And he finally got his briefcase back. Thank God. That idiot Corbin. Although you've seen his videos as of late. He's been making it big now. Hopefully. The, the, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, either way, we, we start off the main show with ourselves a tag team match player hall. Holla, holla, And, of course, the prime minister for Andrew. We love you, <laughs> And as for the Raw Tag Team Championships, at that time we had the phenomenal AJ Styles and Omos, the, the current champions at that time, taking on RK Bro of Randy, Randy Orton and Riddle. Winner of that match, and I got to say this, and new <laughs> Raw Tag Team Champs. RK Bro defeating Styles and Omos at a time of 7.05. And this match, though. So. Oh, my God. I know where he's going with. 
What was was what was the fucking point about this match? I, got I knew it. I knew it. What was the point? And I'll I'll say either way. Alexa Bliss taking on Eva Marie. The glorified Megan Fox wanna be Eva Marie. I go Oi V. Yeah. But finally, Bliss getting the win over Marie and Dewdrop was out of there. Yeah, I saw the answer. I was wrong. I, I got it. But you know, the one thing I the one thing I really didn't like about the match is the fact that these two, as beautiful as they are, but zero. Zero in the ring. Yeah. Zero. Zero. And the time I'm not making that the South Park reference, but this one's a serious one. Only tree fitty. Dang it, Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> uh, either way. Next up is the United States Championship online. We got Sheamus defending that title ah. against the Archer of Infamy, Mr. Damian Priest. And the winner of that match, I could do my cue once more, and new United States Champion, Damian Priest defeating Sheamus at a time much better than that. 1350. It was a pretty good contest. The only thing I would have to say is, where's the Intercontinental title match? Yeah. <laughs> Where was it? Where was it? Was it here? Huh? Wait, wait, wait. Is it there? Is, is it, it up the there? Is it, is it down here? Where was the Intercontinental title match? What, was it on a boat? Was it on a goat? Was it on a break? <laughs> that would that would be like Alex Parrish me using that. <laughs> oh, doing his David Sorry, impression. Alex. He's doing his David impression. <laughs> why, why, why would they have why would they do this? Why? Why would you do this to us, the fans who pay for your pee? Cock for your pee cock and not book a intercontinental title match. Easy there, chair slayer. <laughs> um, you know, chair slayer. On SmackDown, there, John. I don't care if it was on SmackDown. I don't care if it was on. If it was. If it was on 205 Live, I don't care if it was on NXT, NXT UK, or NXT uh, uh, Bulgaria. I don't care. No, it should have been on SummerSlam. <laughs> I have to agree with Jordan because they had a continental title. Had a uh, huge back in the 90s. Perfect. Heart, heart, bulldog, back to back. Great intercontinental championship matches. You promised me to calm down. <laughs> Sorry, Raven. But Jordan, I knew you like Intercontinental so do I. It's one of the most prestigious championships in the company. Uh, That's what you get. You get people, you hire people that don't know a thing about wrestling. Oh, good God, David. Either way, continuing on. Before we go, more and say it's already too late, by the way. Oh. We got the SmackDown Jordan. And it's another tag match once more. Uh -huh. And more Prime Minister. 
We got the Usos of Jimmy and Jay taking on the Mysterios of father and son duo of Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Wait, he's a champ. Wait, David's a championship. Well, it, well, that's easy, David. I mean, anybody can put you around their waist, but the problem is, would that really be count as a skin strap or a leather strap? Oh boy. Uh, well, I yeah, I don't, I don't want to touch. I don't want to touch that. So, <laughs> but either way. <laughs> oh, good gosh! But either way. Winner of that match and still the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos defeating Ray and Dominic Mysterio in the time of that match, almost close to 11 minutes, just shy by 10. 10 50. 10 50. <laughs> and then. Um, <sighs> yeah, where was the 24 7 title at, too? Oh, yes. Red and has been running around with it. Yeah, and the and the women's tag team title. Yeah, but well, yeah, I, yeah, I, I well, thought so. my expectation yeah. is that one is that um, um, Natalia is still recuperating from an, her ankle injury, and she tried she tried to fight this past um, Friday night against Knox and Shotzi, and Knox and Shotzi didn't win, so mm. that could be a reason why they didn't put them on the card. 24-7 Pixel Championship. Man, oh. Kevin Alvarez, where are you when we need you? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and this one. Originally, we know this one's for the SmackDown Women's title. Bianca oh, Belfast. Oh, my God. I remember. Sasha Banks. Yeah. But Banks wasn't there. How and then we got Carmella filling in for for Sasha Banks. Was she in there? Ah, uh, no. However, the return of Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, Bianca Belair's original opponent, which we have no idea why uh, Sasha did not show up. Yeah. And of course, Becky knocks out Carmella, and then doing a little promo, and then gets a uh, gets that title match. Lynch defeating Belair, and new SmackDown Women's Champion. And I get to get to put in the famous word of Mister Mister Andrew Hawking, a quickie. <laughs> 26 seconds. What happened? What happened? Why was it that quick? Should have been longer. Oh. It should have been three just, minutes. I, I, I'm going to tell you right there. <laughs> Becky Goldberg, Bianca. Oh. I see what you're going with. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. But either way, moving on, we got the uh, next match, a, a regular match. Um, But either way, I'll, I'll look at that later. We got uh, Drew McIntyre going to go up one-on-one -on -one with Jinder Mahal. However, Veer and Shanky were banned from ringside. <laughs> 
so much for it being a being a well built match between two guys of you know form you know you know being part of three MB at one point. Yeah, but of course the winner of that match, Drew McIntyre winning it over Mahal, in the time of course not a quickie, which is four minutes and forty seconds. And then we get to the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Oh, Nick, man. Yeah, Nikki A.S.H., which is almost a superhero, taking on not one, but two women, Rhea Ripley, and credit to Jerome on this one, which is Charlotte Flair, the Android 18 female version of Roman Reigns. And speaking of her, she became, and I don't want to even say that, but I'm going to have to either way, and new Rob. Yuck! Yeah. That was Somebody call my mom. And you know what's so bad? Ric Flair is not even with the company anymore, and yet she's still being put on a pedestal. Just... Uh... And time, 13 minutes and four seconds. And then this next match, which is was was great match. The Radar Superstar Edge gonna go up against Seth Rollins. I'll have to I'll I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say this. I love that match. I mean there was a proper build to it. There was a lot of, you know, story, you know, within it, like that regards since 2014. And then years later, we finally, you know, get to see this match happening after we thought Edge would never compete again. This was a match, you know, I have to say, I knew was going to steal the show. And it did. Yes. Except the small package, Rollins. Oh, yeah, a small package when he impregnated Becky Lynch. Yeah. Mm. Actually, he, he's the small packaged messiah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Packers, I actually got a package today. Wait, it, wait. You, you, wait. You, you finally got a package? Like, you got a set now? <laughs> no, no. My dad ordered something online. and um, Oh, so your dad got, got himself a package. He got himself a set now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just close to firing you, firing you again. Oh, boy. You never fired me. Oh. Either way, moving on. Maybe. Of course, Edge winning it over Rollins by submission. Time of that match, 21 minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, that good match, huh? And then we get the WWE Championship match on the line as the almighty and current WWE Champion, Bobby Lashley, accompanied by Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP with Ballin, taking on... Goldberg. Or, in this case, Oldberg. And then... Well, this match was longer, but then again, the way how it ended, it, it sucked, especially with the fact that, you know, we all know the outcome, right? Oh, yeah, but 
due to the referee stoppage that Gold or Oldberg can't continue. We knew Bobby Lashley remains the WWE champion. And after that, something like you never think would happen, but it does. Yes. Bobby Lashley puts the, the a full Nelson on a 15-year-old Gage Goldberg. That's way out of line. Yeah. Not only that, putting your hands. It ain't just the fact that he put his hands on Goldberg's kid. It's a matter of you of putting his hands on a minor. That yeah. is just a big no-no. Yeah, he's going to pay for that. But you don't understand. This ain't kayfabe. I'm being serious. And you know what's so bad? Most of those those idiots up there, and, I, and I'm going to call them idiots because they were cheering for that happening. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll just say this right now to all those people up in Las Vegas. Hey, Las Vegas, screw you! Yes. You like to, you like to see a 15-year-old get manhandled with a full Nelson in the ring? You want to cheer for something like that? You freaking evil-minded pricks. How would you like it if your 15-year-old got manhandled? You know, you know, swayed left and right, you know, with a with a full Nelson. You bet you wouldn't like that either, huh? But no, you know what? If I see it happen, I'm just going to cheer for it. Never knew wrestling supports pedophilia. It's not that... It's not pedophilia because unless if it's you know sexual contact with a minor it's mostly like at the end of the day it's mostly like man manhandling it like you know just that, that kind of deal now do i have to i don't know what wwe is thinking about doing that no wonder why folks are going over to AEW, watching aew instead oh yeah i do but that's because i you hate know, kids you know, the, the one thing I can say here, I remember there was a time when, like, sure, when you got, when, when a woman got, you know, like, got, like, either a finisher move on her. Well, here's the thing. At least a woman, some of the women back in the Adjutor and Ruthless Aggression, at least they were over 18. Oh, yeah. But, but, and, you know, some people would cheer for that or boo for that, if it, depending on person, if they like or don't like. But when it comes down to a 15-year-old kid in this era, you're cheering for a 15-year-old getting manhandled. I that, tell you something. That's if, if I was an authority figure, I, on screen authority figure, and I would seen that, I would have stripped him from the title. Better yet, that we all know it doesn't. Well, here's the thing: just because they hate Goldberg doesn't mean they have to hate his kid. What has his kid ever done? Sure, he got. Sure, he's part of the storyline, but what the hell? Yeah, and he shouldn't have been there to begin with. Well, the, the again, who do you think you know told that kid to get involved in the story, like to be in the ring for kayfabe reasons? Vince McMahon, I mean, I guess Vince McMahon's ideal of uh, content and, you know, uh, product is to have a kid getting manhandled. That, that's, that is sick. I think I just lost my appetite. Yeah, but 
And then, of course, the time, 7 minutes and 10 seconds. At least it was more over three minutes than an average Goldberg match. Yes. But the, but the ending of it, it sucks. Yeah. And then, oh, man. This one, I don't like feeling saying this. This, this famous catchphrase and all that. This one. I'll say the way the main event, which is the Universal Championship, or or Jordan likes to call it the Blue Viagra Pill. Oh, actually, it was Gary that said that one time. Okay. You know. Oh yes, to Gary too. By the way, <sighs> we got the head of the table. And the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, coming to vice his special counsel, Paul Heyman, taking on. <laughs> oh, Romy is, you know, he has despised this guy very much. John Cena! Oh, God. And Here of course, catch, if Reigns loses, he would leave the WWE. And thankfully, Cena didn't break Ric Flair's record. Well, to be honest, I I didn't I couldn't care if he did or not, as long as the match was good. But the thing is, it, regardless of the match was long, it doesn't. I mean, like it doesn't change the fact of what I saw. It was one sided. Like Roman was actually, you know, like most of the offense than Cena. Oh yeah. She. Yep. I think Jerome's on this one, of course. Reigns remains the champion over Cena and the time, and even 23 minutes. Honestly, I still prefer Edge versus Seth Rollins' match of the night. Yes. However, after that, we were not pleased. You know, Romy's hatred for John Cena equals my hatred for the roid-raging retard Brock Lesnar returning after the match, doing a stare-down with Roman Reigns. And it's obvious, it's obvious we're going to get Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar 5. Oh, great. We're going to have Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for, for the fifth time. Who wants to say this crap? No one wants to see that fucking shit. No one. I'm I don't. I don't want to see it because we've been there, done that, bitch. Move on. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. The overstuffed Ludwig Borga. Uh, either way. I don't Thankfully. care if I, I. I know why Lester's there. He's just there to, to, you know, to take dollars, just to take money. That's all he's there for. And even if he does win the Universal Championship, it's only going to make things worse again, like like when his first reign. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I am done with this topic. 
God, I'm sorry if, I, if I'm shouting too loud just for this. God almighty, I hate this guy with a passion. If he was just a monthly guy, I could take an exception. But by God. <sighs> That's fucking looking ass. Well, we'll uh, say ridiculous. Those guys have more they, pleasant news. They, they have great beards. More happy times. Let's let's yes. let's let's change the mood a little bit, shall we? Well, little bit, little I'll be game. right back. I'll be right, right back. I got to fix my sister's TV and I got to use the bathroom. Mm, all right. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That CM Punk. Yeah. What an idiot. All right. Anyways, we're not talking about wrestling. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit of gaming. Um. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Strider's Revenge. All right. I'm mm. looking forward to this side-scrolling beat 'em up coming out. The good that's the good news, it's coming out. But bad news is it's coming out next year. But that's okay because Dotemu and the other company not uh they're doing it a little differently. Dotemu and it's another company um that is doing it is um making sure the game is perfect. Not only all four ninja turtles will be playable, the big news is that April O'Neil will be playable in the game itself. That's huge. If you're a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan of si- or side-scrolling beat-em-ups, I know I love side-scrolling beat-em-ups. They're really awesome and really cool. Uh, pick up. Um, you should pick up this game, but you don't have to wait till next year to do it. I don't know when next year they're gonna come out with it and um, release it, but I'm looking forward to when it comes out. And uh, April O'Neil will be part of the game as a as a playable character. You can use. She uses her microphone as a weapon and all that. Ooh. So I'm totally looking forward to that. Um, I'm, I'm totally looking forward to that. So I, I'm going to be patient on this one. So they did an excellent job with Streets of Rage 4, which the um, another the anniversary collection, um, the anniversary collection will be coming out um, next month, the, um, towards the end of next month, which I'm looking forward to. But uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge will be released sometime next year. So Dotemu will be working on that for a while. Which be, and the only thing is it'd be really even cooler if they just, let's say if they um, release uh, more playable characters like Casey Jones, Master Splinter, and Venus DeMilo from the uh, next mutation. Um, even uh, The female Ninja Turtle. Or that would be Usagi Yojimbo, the Samurai Rabbit. That would be something. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. So um Yep, April O'Neil will be a playable character in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up Shredder's Revenge coming out next year. So that will be my second topic. Before you get, before you choose someone else, hold on, let me see this. Lesnar and Reigns was set for WrestleMania next next for Roman. You gotta give me a freaking break. A third consecutive time at WrestleMania. You know. I don't know how. Okay, I don't care if I get hate for this, but I'm just gonna say it anyway. I'd rather see, I'd rather see John Cena versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania than see that. As a matter of fact, I'd rather, I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch the Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels for a third time than see that. All right. And. And I'd rather see, and I would, and I hope if there was a way to bring him back, or bring both men back, 
I'd rather see Eddie freaking Guerrero versus Chris freaking Benoit at WrestleMania than watch that. Hmm. That is how far I'm going. End of story. Uh, bye bye. See you later. It wasn't supposed to be at SummerSlam, what Jerome or Romy was saying. It wasn't supposed to be at SummerSlam, but at CM Punk. I think CM Punk kind of wanted to ruin the WWE that way. And I think it's all CM Punk's fault. I really don't care. I know a lot of people might disagree regards to Cena versus Orton, but still, I'm just going by how I would want to see a wrestling match mm. or any match at all instead of seeing a fifth consecutive time. You know, at, or, I mean, excuse me, a third time at WrestleMania, but a fifth time altogether. Like, what is so special about these two in, in the same ring at the same time? Right. Okay, Hansel Fjords. So we're, t- we're talking about my um, subject, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Sweaters. But anyway, uh, either way, I know what your topic was. I, I heard it. Uh, but either way, I'm done. I'm, 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 I'm talking to Hansel. I'm responding to Hansel Fury here. Well, it's about oh. time that April O'Neil stops being a damsel in distress. And I've always loved the female fighters because they're fast, they're quick, and they can hit hard with combos, man. That's what I like about them. I think I'm in favor for April O'Neil as a playable character. I say, let's go for it. Like I said, I say I want to see Casey Jones and Splinter for later uh, DLC content. Or even Venus de Milo, the female Ninja Turtle from the Next Mutations live-action series on Fox back in the 90s. No, add them. No, I'm all for that. But like I said... About time to April stop you know, being damsel in distress. You, you know what? I you know what, David? I'd actually do that to be honest. I'd rather play that horrendous broken game than watch that watch Roman and, and Brock five. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Wow. I never knew there was well, a know, yeah, I think I know why these WWE uh, because they're trying to appeal to the Saudi people who are so behind in the times. I'm, that, that's what upsets me more, because I mean, I'll, they asked for Yokozuna. The guy's dead. But either way, Saudi people need to catch up, man. Seriously, I never knew. I never knew there was a, a live action on Ninja Turtle show. I know there were movies, but I never knew there was a TV show about. There, there was, yeah, back in the nineties, there was a TV show called Next Mutation. Uh, they had a catchy theme song, and uh, they did a crossover with the Power Rangers. By the way, oh wow. Did they use the the same puppets as for the turtles? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, S- oh, Saban man. helped create that. Um, so yeah, they did. Uh, they did a crossover called Shell Shock from Power Rangers in Space, the fifth season. I thought that was pretty cool. So. Are you fucking kidding me, David? Oh, Finally, yeah. There should be a live-action Bozo, Bozo show. Well, yes, it's called Sesame Street. So, um, oh. anyways, um, <laughs> so, um, Wendy's is going to be, um, update, is going to be upgrading its, uh, french fries. And over here at, over here at, uh, CNN Business, it says, um, the fast food chain is giving its top-selling menu and I'm saying a makeover for the COVID, for the COVID area, a fried that retains the most the most heat and keeps its crispiness longer com- longer longer compared to its predecessor. The upgraded fry, which will be available nationwide mid September next month, was created as more people to ship ship their ordering preferences to drive throughs and de- and de- delivery because of its pandemic. Which, hmm, 
Okay, I mean, not sure this is the not sure this is gonna be the the updated one, but from the looks of it, I don't know. I, I can't really tell the difference. It still looks the same. Hang on. This thing can uh okay, there you go. It's it still looks the same. I mean actually maybe, to be honest, I love their fries over at Wendy's. It's been oof, it's been a long time since I've seen since no, it's not seen. It's been a long time since I went to Wendy's. Like <laughs> I think it's the last funny. time. It's kind of funny. Hold on. I hate to cut you off. It's kind of funny that um, Jim Cornette used to love Wendy's until they, you know, started supporting Donald Trump. And, you know, given, you know, who Jim Cornette is, he is full blown liberal Democrat. He was like, if Wendy's, if them all, you know, <laughs> he's oh, Slater, he's he's from Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, that was he. Yeah. Heath Slater. But anyway, go ahead. I'm not, not going to lie. Like, yeah, so um, it says the battery system is when the fries are dunked in oil. Okay, red flag. Kane says the fries are improved because restaurants are using new fry baskets that are shorter, help the fries be fully submerged in oil. It's in, which is in, it's interesting. It says the last time they uh, changed uh, their their fries was in uh, November 2010, which wow, literally 10 years ago. So, um. I'm not really, I'm not sure if this is going to affect the taste of it. Like, again, it's been a long time since I went to Wendy's. Like, the last time I've been there was in a, uh, what's, yeah, I remember it was in a graduation party from uh, a friend of my mom's. And um, funny thing is, I actually do have a little bit of a story on that. So, um, you know, after we uh, ate Wendy's, you know, um, I decided, you know, to just wait outside. And then I was actually waiting where the drive-thru is. And then all of a sudden, there's this this really fast car that was that was passing by. I was like, oh shit! And then I jump up to the and then I jump, and then I and then I uh, jump to the to the left and and thankfully I, I I was all right, but that car nearly almost hit me. So I think I, I think I lost one of my nine lives there. Literally, as a kid, I did like literally crazy and impossible things that. Almost killed. That literally almost killed me. So, By the way, I know what I know what David's talking about. He said, "No, I bar. It would be the Wiggles. Mike is Captain Feathersword." <laughs> so I, I guess I'm the freaking. I guess I'm the freaking. Um, I'm the dog or the um, or the dinosaur, the Dorothy. Michael A. Rod Bombardier. Oh, uh -oh. Red Sox Yankee rivalry. Mm. So um, and uh, speaking uh, speaking of both of us, um, real quickly, um, what I'm gonna do uh, this Saturday is uh, I'm gonna do something special since um, since it's the uh, back to school uh, season, I decided you know what, might as well make a uh, back to school uh, special, and I got uh, a couple things planned out, including a uh, pretty big story about what happened what happened to me yesterday. So, yep. So get ready for that. It's gonna be um. I'm hope I'm hoping it will be a, a memorable show. So, it's been well earned. Does Captain Feather? Yeah. <laughs> the hot potato. I remember I've seen a uh, Wiggles uh, nursery rhyme, and this was um literally like moments before I went to uh to my uh, second grade uh, choir class. So, no, I was doing a uh, a show when I was in a uh, second grade. Like the first like the first thing I did <laughs> I have before to go to. Go ahead, keep talking. I'll, I'll read it later. Yeah, like um, before I went to the show, I watched this um, 
I watched this uh, Wiggles uh, nursery rhyme. I was like, it's a little, it's a little out of my, it's a little, um, I'm a bit too old to watch that, but not gonna lie, it's not that bad. It's kind of fun because um, one of them, they were singing um, a, a French song, which is um, Are You Sleepy? Which I actually did sing that uh, on my show. By the way, uh, House of Fewer just said, have a movie recommendation for you guys. Just on name alone, Midgets versus Mascots. Look it up. Yeah, it's Sounds fun. Five Nights at Freddy. If you, wa if you watch, um, you know, Waffle Pone, the greatest freak I'd ever kid, Stephen Choir, you know, uh, and the jump scares. Oh, my God. He freaking freaking hilarious. Well, since since you're into uh, cute Marlboros, you guys remember? You remember when um, the the guys who play uh, Mario Luigi they uh, played uh, Five Nights at Freddy? I'm not sure you may, not sure you may remember this, but I, I remember yeah. that video clearly. But that that video is just long gone. Like I don't know why they usually uh, delete their videos, especially the good ones. Mm. But moving on. That'll be it for my uh, first topic and. Who's, oh, who's yeah. next in line? All right, my final yeah. topic. Uh, this past Monday, Nintendo has celebrated the 30th anniversary of the Super NES system that came out uh, on American soil. I still have, I still, I still have a Super have, Nintendo that I bought on the internet too. Yeah, and and the cool and the cool part is nowadays you can, um, with the Super Nintendo, um, even even the copies of it, you can play. You know. It's amazing what technology can do. It's uh, it's totally amazing. So what I decided to do in honor of that and to commemorate the 30 years and Ninten then Nintendo did come out. In fact, it came out the same. Super Nintendo came out the same year as Beverly Hills 90210. The same year. Uh, or, or earlier than that. Don't know. But, however, I have compiled my personal favorite top 10 Super Nintendo games. Oh, my top 10 mm. personal favorite Super Nintendo games. I Use my trusty board here, and I don't know if you guys can look at it or not, but I will read it off for mm. you guys. You know, you can't read yeah. it. I will okay, read it off. Okay, right all right. So, all right, here we go. Number 10, Tetris 2. Now, I know this game came out mm. for the NES. The reason why I like this version, now the NES version um, it had green. I, I'm a very color um, preference. I've always liked blue more than green. And in the Tetris 2, the Super NES version, it had the blue color. That's what I liked about it. Um, Tetris, uh, number nine, Tetris Attack. Very unique uh, Tetris Attack. I like when you match all the colors and, you know, match all the shapes and all that. And I thought it was a, a really cool and like a race against time. Almost, almost, it almost reminds me of Perfection, uh, the board game almost, a little bit. So that's number nine. Number eight, Power Rangers, the Fighting Edition. You know, you get to play as all the Megazords. My favorite Megazord to use in that game, the Shogun Megazord. I think it was it was really, really cool. I played this game a couple of times on my YouTube channel. And I did talk about this on my YouTube channel, I think this past Monday. Number seven, Super Punch-Out. I love this game. The characters in that, and the fighters in that game you fight against is pretty cool. You know, you know, they, some of them are pretty funny, like Gabby J. Yay! <laughs> like, like, yay! And then you got Dragon Chan, who likes to kick you. And, and then I forget, you know... I forget the name of that luchador that spits in your face. Oh, uh, something happened to Michael. Yeah. Oof. Um, I think. Well, I, I noticed you. It was frozen. I just saw it on a. 
Oh, could be, could be his internet must have went out. Same yeah. thing happened to me. Don't Ooh. worry. Oh, no, it didn't happen to me last year. Thank no, last year, last week. Thank God. <laughs> so let me continue on. Oh, there you go. Um, My connection. Uh, yeah, Super Punch Out. You know, mm-hmm. unique in the game. I like it. It was pretty cool. Um, another thing, another one I liked was my fighter night game, Bob Charlie. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I was like, really, Kofi Kingston now? That was really fun. Um, number six, Super Mario Kart. That started the Mario Kart um, <laughs> series. Uh, I thought it was very unique. You get to play as Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr., Yoshi, Bowser, and all that. I thought it was a really cool game. Number five. Now, this is a very unique one. Saturday, Saturday Night Slam Masters. It's made by Capcom. It's like Street Fighter and wrestling combined. And, I, and I'm sure if you guys, I don't know if you have heard of it or not. I'm sure um, out there. And uh, Mike Hager from Final Fights in this game. You know, they base some of the wrestlers off some of the superstars of the WWE, so to speak. Um, you got Big Titan. You got El um I think it's El Fuerte. No, not El Fuerte. El Stingray, who rides a lot, a lot of the luchadors and all that. And you got um, Gunlock from the States. All that different um so that's what I like about Saturday Night Slam Masters. That's number five. Okay, we'll go to the media partner here. Number four, Super Mario World, aka Super Mario Brothers Four. I like it, and I like when he kicked when it was really really cool because the graphics were just totally awesome in that game and everything else in between. Um, and you know, same Mario Brothers gameplay, and they kicked it up a, a notch. Um, number three, Final Fight Three, another Capcom favorite of mine. Side scrolling beat them up. One um uh one uh one of the best ever. And uh, um I love I love side scrolling being a final fight three. You get to play as you know Hagger Gee is um, returned. You have two new characters, Lucia and Dean, and you have the op- option of the auto two-player game, which really helps. I've done that a couple of times. I played this game, totally awesome game. I recommend if you're a, a side scrolling beat em up fan like I am. Number two, final fight two. Same thing with the international version of the Mad Gear Gang. Sorry, um, I had a, I had a, you know, a check on something. What was your other, other few that I missed out before I had to turn my camera off? Um, well, when did you, uh, when did you turn, you know, camera off? Let me see. Um, Saturday Night Slam. I was, I was, I was on Saturday Night Slam. Yeah, yeah sorry, Slam. What were the others? Um, Super Mario World. Okay. Best, Super Mario World, one of the best. Um, like I said, Dinosaur Land. You know, aka Super Mario Four. I love the cat. Yeah. Uh, the feather power up. All the uniqueness. Um, the uh, the enemies were very unique as well. Like I said, number three was Final Fight Three. I love right. Capcom. Capcom makes some of the best side scrolling beat 'em ups ever, and this happened to be one of them. And also, the fun part about this one was you get to you know you get to use super moves, which is I think that's what started the Super Street Fighter thing. And they originated the super moves, and also you get to play as Dean uh, and Lucia. I think underrated characters. Gee made his return. The bosses of unique. Well. They always have. They give you like alternate routes. That's another thing too that was unique about this one with alternate routes, and that's why I liked about Final Fight Three. And then you get to face a new uh, a new gang called the Skull Cross. But the only um, bad guy, and the only villain that is um, carried over from the previous two Final Fights was Ondor with a with a brand new look. Uh, Final Fight Two was number two. Um, the internet. I love the international flavor. You know, go to different parts of the country and fight different bosses. I thought the toughest boss to fight against was Rolent or Lorento from Italy, even though he was in the first final fight in the SDRK version, in the Super NES version, he was in this one. And my number one all time favorite, personal favorite, 
Super NES gang is Super Mario All-Stars. When I heard that mm. they came out with this, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And they made it even better uh, than the NES versions of the games. And then that's where the Lost Levels was first introduced. <laughs> I heard David, Mr. David saying, Dennis knows something I think about Lost Levels. I, but the thing I, is, with the original games for the NES, it was more of a challenge, and that was the you know that was the thing. I mean, sure they made it a little bit easy with the with the you know graphic engine base, you know you know remaster. But the thing is, it's always it's always the challenge that makes it more exciting for you when it comes to being a gamer. Challenge, yeah. And I remember you know people wanted to see this and say, "Oh come, you know it's the reason why it was released in Japan only because." And the Japanese are more talented in video games than we are, and that could, and they probably think that's they, they love challenges and all that. And that's when you know we also saw the original version for the NES come out um, uh, for the, um, the Game Boy version of it. Uh, if you score like three hundred thousand points, see a Luigi symbol, you click on that in the Game Boy, and boom, you got that. So, but the graphics were totally awesome in this one, especially with the original Super Mario Brothers. I thought it was well done. I played the original. I love Super Mario 3, and they made the music so awesome and so cool. And uh, that uh, is my all-time favorite uh, game. All these games are great. If, if you have a Super NES, I recommend. If you don't have any of these games, I recommend uh, pick them up. You know, and you'll never regret it. I have all these games, and they're totally awesome. So that is I've it. Been- Go ahead, Jordan. I, I actually, one of my favorites ha- has to be like, you know, not just Super Mario World, but it's also uh, combining that with All Stars. So I actually got Super Mario All Stars and Super Mario World. Oh, I have that one know. too. I have that yeah. one. Yeah. So, um, but it's far, but but then that, but there's also a Super Mario RPG, and then there's the Donkey Kong uh, Country tri- Trilogy. I mean, like, yeah. And then there's the Legend of Zelda. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to make my own top 10 list someday. <laughs> you, you, you have to get, get, get a list one day. And, and that, I like, you know, some of those. Uh, but, you know, did, he, did you know they came out with an original Ninja Gaiden trilogy for the Super NES? I didn't even know that. And, for the NES or Super Nintendo? Um, Super Nintendo. In fact, it was the NES versions. But they kicked up the, they enhanced the music and all that. They Eric, you should do gameplays of them. You're the one to talk, David. <laughs> you know, fired. Games, Amber Happy Hall, National. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Beaker. It sounded like Beaker. Mm. Anyways, or Dino from the Flintstones. Yeah, I, thought anyway. I, was, I thought I thought I was trying to sound like Hillary Clinton when she tried to do a barking imitation. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I did some gameplays on some of these. Uh, Think about that and try to sleep tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did some I of these gameplays well. already. I may have to well, go back to them, like Final Fight 2 and 3. I'll probably do that. Super Mario All-Stars. I'm not doing Super Mario Lost Levels. I tried. Epic fail. <laughs> Unless I use a Game Genie or something. So, <laughs> so that genie. is it. So, game Genie. Yeah, I'm dating myself here. <laughs> um yeah, so that is it for my third and final topic. So, All right. And before we go to anyone else, we go to our usual two main sponsors for this. we first start off with uh, Jesse Carter over there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, which is uh, every Mondays, as always, on any other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many others. But either way, Jesse, take it away. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. 
Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C, and then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content. You'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right, let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. And finally, but certainly not least, Alex Perez as he talks about the 25. Coming soon to YouTube. Looking for a channel that has awesome game shows, TV shows, and live streams, all created by Alex Paris? Well, the 25 has that answer for you. Coming mid-2021, an all-new YouTube channel created by Alex Paris brings you the 25, where we have game shows such as Bonzi's Jungle Challenge, Million Dollar Sharks, and Plank of the Game Show, along with other shows and awesome live streams. Launching mid-2021, you're watching The 25. All right. Thank you to both Alex and Jesse for our <coughs> We are back with the second half of the show of Rant Ray Podcast, episode 98. And who will be starting off the second half? And it's going to be me on this one. All right. So my third and final topic, I'll talk about the MLB teams that will be playing tonight as we have the following. We have the Los Angeles Angels taking on the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles winning this one over the Angels 13-1. to Orioles won. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a miracle. <laughs> Those guys suck this year. I know. But either way, we had the Cincinnati Reds taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. The Reds defeating the Brewers of the score of 5-1. to one. And then we have the Chicago White Sox taking on those Toronto Blue Jays. And the winner of that. White Sox the Blue Jays of the score of ten to seven of a final, and right now the games are currently right now on as we speak, as Arizona, the Diamondbacks take it on the Philadelphia Phillies. Diamondbacks are up two nothing at the top of the second, and we have the St. Louis Cardinals take it on these Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Cardinals are currently. Now, five to nothing. Right, we will. They'll go to the uh, bottom of the second. Once we get there, yeah. Next one we have, which is the Minnesota. Hey. Yes. There are some technical difficulties on your end. Like there's like a lag. Dag nabbit. But either way, I'll continue on. Sorry. You're good. But either way. Oh, yes. We have those Minnesota Twins taking on those Boston Red Sox. Currently no score right now. I think they just started, so. Yep. 
Exactly. And then we got the San Francisco Giants taking on the New York Mets, which the Giants are are winning right now over the Mets, two nothing, ending the second. And then the next one we have to do is Texas Rangers taking on the Cleveland Indians, and the Indians leading over these Rangers for the two. Got done with the top of second. Now we'll go to the, and now speaking of bottom second, there it is. They'll get started. And now we go on to the next one, which is the Washington Nationals taking on those Miami Marlins. And the Marlins lean over the Nationals four to nothing at the top of the second. And the games I'll be on later on, which is the Los Angeles Dodgers, the current World Series champs, taking on the San Diego Padres. And this one should be interesting, which is the New York Yankees going to go up against the Oakland Athletics. Go A's. That's all I'm going to say. They've won 11 in a row. They Who like. cares? <laughs> and finally, but certainly not least, the Kansas City Royals going to go up against the Seattle Mariners. So that's, yep, that's all the teams I'll be playing for tonight. And that's it for my third and final topic. Can't believe Seattle's having a hockey team next year. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Which they're already having their preseason right now as we speak. Seattle Kraken. The fans yes. call the Crackheads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyway, every time I say that, it reminds me of that leprechaun situation in Atlanta or something like that. It could be a crackhead. So that's why uh, Lucky Charms taste magically delicious. Oh. Anyway, see you, leprechaun. Say hey. Hey. Yes. Either way, next up. Michael, you're up. I got a doubleheader. All right, my first. All right, my first one is with NXT. We start off tonight with Ridge Holland, accompanied by Pete Dunne, taking on Timothy Thatcher, accompanied by Tommaso Ciampa. Winner of the match, Ridge Holland. Time of the match, 10 minutes and 38 seconds. And then we got a women's tag team match player, Holla Holla. Oh, yes. We got Caden Carter and Casey Cannonzero taking on Gigi Dolene and J.C. Jane. Winner of the match... Casey Catanzaro and Kanan Carter. Time of the match, four minutes and five seconds. And then we got the former NXT UK Women's Champion, Kaylee Ray, taking on Valentina Ferraz. Time of the match, oh, winner of the match, Kaylee Ray. Time of the match. 
Well, I don't know if I want to put in the word. Should I? Yeah. I think I, I should. I think I should. Yeah. Yeah. Two minute and fifty one seconds. So semi a semi quickie, I'll call it. All right. Yeah, that worked. And then we got a segment in which Samoa Joe will meet his new challengers in Pete Dunne, L.A. Knight, and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, Rich Holland would attack Kyle O'Reilly, but then Tommaso Ciampa found an opening to go after the Bruiserway. This end, this ended with Samoa Joe standing tall. And then we got the finals of the NXT Breakout Tournament. Carmelo Hayes taking on Odyssey Jones. Winner of the match, Carmelo Hayes. Time of the match, 6 minutes and 50 seconds. Look what David did to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like that Cora, David. Uh, okay, look what look what Ben said to me. Hey, something that I brought would eat when he's making an impression of a horse. Oh come on! Oh come on! Is this live? Yeah, we're live, Kevin Oliveres. We're live. Wow! Now nah, this is super live. David sent me that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And then in single Let me get some competition, of live chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, I knew it. And then, in, and then in singles competition, we got Boa taking on Zion Quinn. What another match? Zion Quinn. Time of the match. Cue the word. A quickie. You're not gonna believe this. Sixty-five seconds. Which is a minute and five. Yeah. And then, Brandon, you know what time it is. Yes, again, with the uh, famous words of Mr. Todd Grisham, always with those famous shows, Sunday Night Heat, used to be back in the day, of the main event. We got Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wild. Raul Mendoza taking on the hit row. Isaiah Swerve Scott, Ashanti Adonis, and Top Dollar. Who harder than Top Dollar? Not Nada. <laughs> he just sent me that. <laughs> David, I'm so going to get you for that. Winners of the match, Legato Del Fantasma. Mike! Uh-oh. Psycho Mike. <laughs> Psycho Mike strikes. Here we go. No! 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 Legato no! Del Fantasma knew how to even the Not odds. Psycho Mike! Yeah. <laughs> hey, Michael, you know why Legato Del Fantasma won? You know 
<laughs> Just like you know, Electra Lopez, the former. Oh, uh, David said me the same thing. <laughs> okay. oh, okay. I am getting attacked. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, one of the match, Legato del Fantasma. Time of the match, 13 minutes, 53 seconds. That's the end of my second topic, and then my third and final topic. You guys were you guys were discussing about it earlier on in the show. AEW Dynamite, the 100th episode. Yeah. First up, Orange Cassidy taking on freshly squeezed, or, fr freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. I might say taking on Matt Hardy. Yep. Winner of the match, Orange Cassidy. Time of the match, 9 minutes and 53 seconds. And then we got Chris Jericho addressing his... Where did Eric... I don't know where Eric went, but that's all right. Sure. And then we got a segment in which Chris Jericho addresses his AEW future. And at All Out, it's going to be Chris Jericho... Versus MJF one more time. If Jericho lost, he promised that he would go to the commentary table full time and never compete in AEW again. I just realized something. You know, you know what? Uh, you know um, MJF's shirt. You know, regards to the win loss between him and Jericho. Three and oh. Yeah, but, guess, you know, you, but you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Chris Jericho and Goldberg in WCW when they try to work an angle with that, but then Goldberg, you know, didn't want to work with Jericho because after, you know, for, you know. Yeah. Then again. And then we got. Oh, we got a world. Tag Team Championship Eliminator Tournament semifinal matchup. Player Holla Holla. Oh, yeah, there we go. Lucha Brothers, Pepe El Zero Miedo, and Ray Phoenix taking on the Varsity Bonds and Brian Flying Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison, accompanied by Julia Hard. It was Winners Julia Hart. Yeah. yeah, I said that. Yes, winners of the match. I know I was, I was correcting myself because I mistaken her for a different name last night. Yeah. Winners of the match, the Lucha Brothers. Time of the match, eight minutes and twenty-five seconds. And then we got Red Velvet taking on Jamie Hader, accompanied by the AEW Women's World Champion Dr. Britt Baker. D D M D. D. And in Rebel. Stereo, in stereo, no less. <laughs> yeah. And Rebel. No. no. Reba. Reba. Yeah. Winner of the match, Jamie Hayter. Time on the match, seven minutes and one seconds. But it was after the match. <laughs> Where Chris Stavlander ran. Ran into the ring, hating up her rivalry with Britt Baker ahead of All Out. 
So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see Statlander and Britt Baker at All Out. What would you guys think about that? Say, what do I think about what? Stat- Statlander versus Britt Baker at All Out. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we got CM Punk making his Dynamite debut. Mm-hmm. Which was actually his second AEW appearance. Yes. In which he he credited the young stars in the locker room, like Jungle Boy, Brian Pillman Jr., Ray Phoenix. He asked himself if he could still go. And he did. And he could still go, you know? And then, why not AEW versus G- GTS? That's pretty funny. Yeah. At <laughs> the photo? We got a six man tag team match player, Holla Holla. All right. And of course, more Prime Minister again. One of two six man tag team matches. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get to the other one in a minute. We got Eddie Kingston, John Moxley. And Darby Allen, accompanied by, and in the famous words of Tony Schiavone, it's Much. <laughs> taking on, <laughs> yeah, real funny. Taking on the wingmen, Ryan Nemeth, Cesar Bononi, and JD Drake, accompanied by pretty Peter Avalon. Winners of the match. Kingston, Moxley, and Darby Allen. Time of the match, 7 minutes and 28 seconds. And then we have another six-man tag team match player, Holla Holla. By the way, internet Wi-Fi got knocked knocked out. Don't know why. That's what Eric said. Oh. Uh, we got the Gun Club. Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, and Colton Gunn. Taken on the factory was consisted of Aaron Solo, Nick Camarado, and QT Marshall. Winners of the match, the Gun Club. Time of the match, five minutes and 50 seconds. Oh, I forgot to mention this before. I, I'm going to put it in there anyway. Oh, there you go. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah we got you. Okay, cool. I'm sorry about that. My well, internet got got knocked out. Luckily, this uh, my phone is uh, uh is not worried about. i not really worried about it. So I and somehow, somebody I forgot to put this segment in between, which Christian Nick Cage and Kenny Omega clash ahead of All Out. Oh my God! The, I'm not gonna lie. Christian Cage, you know, with the way how he handles all the mic. Uh oh. What happened? Alex. Um, by the way, I got I did get second like mic while I was on, so. Uh, <laughs> That's more like it. I got. It. Be honest, I love the show Ramp Show Rampage. I love it. I love it. But too many tag teams. Why not a little bit of singles? Oh no! 
Whoa. And you just made the list. Uh, is that the fiend? I was, the internet got knocked down on me. I don't know what the heck happened. Hopefully, they'll be fixing it. You just made the list. Yeah, he was, he was lagging. Yeah, he was lagging. Oh, God. Come on, let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's not oh. the first time, so it's not oh. a big deal. But we've seen this before in Tina. The difference between uh, back then and now is this: for Christian Cage, he's oh, not. Oh come on, David! Oh no! <laughs> not We're never gonna get this done. Not another one sent by him. Yeah. I there so we go. <laughs> this is why David's gonna get hated for this. <laughs> Who doesn't hate him? I, uh, more oh. Derek Tina than that. Thank you very much. It looks like that uh, that meme, the the stunks meme. <sighs> Another way. one that just made the list. Thank God. Either way. Go ahead, Michael. Oh. This segment ended with Frankie Kazarian heading into the ring and making the safe for Christian Cage. Oh. God, I'm done with that segment. Yeah. And then, Brandon, you know what time it is. Yes, again, the famous words of Todd Grisham, always on Sunday Night Heat, the I have to say this real quick. Let me say this real quick. Kevin just said, but who is ready for Marcus Corvon in AEW wrestling? Monty Brown has been retired for years. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I don't, I highly doubt he's ever going to return. But then again, hey, Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett. You should have let him be NWA World Heavyweight Champion when you had the chance. We got Malachi Black taking on Brock Anderson, accompanied by Double A Art Anderson. By the way, J Man, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Winner of the match, Malachi Black. Time of the match, killing the word. A Two minutes and 19 seconds. After all of that chaos, that's definitely the end of my third and final topic and the doubleheader. Back to you. I want to say this real quick. That was a great episode of Dynamite. Not going to lie. episode. I mean, that was its 100th episode, but they never put a special theme to it. Why they didn't want to do that is beyond me because I would have had all the titles <laughs> on the line for one night just like they did with the one-year anniversary from last year. Either way, next up. Oh, double with me. Yay. And that means I get the final two. Yep. Okay. Wow. So, um, and a uh, NES and a, and a SNES designer is going to retire from Nintendo after nearly four years. Hmm. This, and that is uh, Mr. Um, Lance Barr, who also helped shape the Wii, coincidentally. This is according to, uh, and Gadget Plus, one of the most influential game game console designers is is bow, is bowing out, according to Kotaku 
NES and SNES designer Lance Barr has retired from Nintendo after 38 years and eight, and eight months at the company. Although relatively few known, known his name, he may have play, played a key role in he may play it. He may have played a key role in obtaining the main, the mainstream acceptance for Nintendo and reinvigorate, reinvigorating the video game game industry in the U.S. Or has joined Nintendo in a part-time part-time role in December 1982. But he made his biggest mark when he was asked to design the. Outside the outside of the NES, who make the Famicom more more palatable for American audience. Oh wow! So he says so. He also he was also involved in in designing the Wii and the legendary Nunchuck add-on controller. So wow! It actually is kind of impressive that uh someone would that someone has been on Nintendo since almost the very beginning and. See how he decided to, you know, to retire. Honestly, I I say it's a good. I say if you if you've been there for like maybe more than like forty years, I I think it's the perfect time to re, to retire. But it all depends on on the impact that you left on the company. And seeing how he helped out making the uh, the NES and the SNES, now that I say that's more than enough that uh, he I say that's more than enough to to live an impact and not just on. On Nintendo, but but gaming in general. So, I I would I would love to I would love to have a uh, NES or a SNES, but but I heard a lot of great things and a lot of legendary things about those two consoles. So, I will. So, sir, thank you for um, thanks thanks for uh, helping shape a, a lot of people's childhood and uh, and and entertain people and entertain the world for um, pretty much the pretty much like and. A lot of decades, so thanks, thanks for oh, leaving it. Oh, oh, hello, and uh, to uh, wrap things up, it's hold on, um, hold on. Do do you be honest? I really, really can do this in the comments and take my opinion for yours. Maybe we can, maybe if we can do a few pay per view like WWE and AEW, something like that, and you know how I could take my opinion, and I think you would like it. Okay. I really, really don't know how to respond to that, but I will say, I mean, I think I could really, really like that very much. <sighs> and I really, really, and I really, really not sure. Um, and, and I am, and, and I'm making it, and I'm making it cheesy. You know, making it very, very cheesy. Well, speaking of cheese, I have a really, really good sandwich. Some, anyways, some. Um, oh, grand, grand, grand. Grand. Yeah. You're, the, you're one to talk, David. Ouch! Also, careful. Also, there, um, not sure if I say not not sure if I say because I'll be too mean. But um, for now, um, I think it, it's better if it's just like the four of us. I, I'm not sure if you guys really do uh, guess on the show, but um, anyways, um, I'm pretty sure you guys may have heard of this, but um, a giant you mean, or it, you mean you mean five of us? Because Eric, we don't know what happened to him. Like he's he's still tough. From yeah. Technical difficulties. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure you guys may have heard of this news. A, a giant tortoise had um he pretty much uh, eaten a, a little a little baby bird. Mm. Okay, so basically what happened is a couple of days ago, you know, like I stumbled upon um you know the, the news that uh, my mom watches, and then all of a sudden I see this giant tortoise uh, devouring a bird, which I was like, 
this cannot be real. But no, it's true. It, it's real. Some uh, scientists have uh, filmed this, and um, and it, it even says on the articles that um, he he is a um, he's a what is what is it called when uh, you eat you eat nothing but plants um, herb herbivores. They're pretty much herbivores, you know. They yeah. eat nothing but they eat nothing but plants or fruits. But I, but I never knew this this freaking tortoise are, are carnivores. But I would, I mean, there's an entire video of that, but it's best if I don't show it because it's way too gruesome. But when you hear the title, um, giant tortoise devours bird, I think you know, I think you kind of get the picture. And I, well, I mean, I already know there are like. I know, I already know there are like turtles that um I know there are like carnivore tur carnivore turtles like I know there's there is this thing as these snapping turtles but but seeing that a an actual like herbivore of uh, turtle eat, devouring a uh, poor little bird and and I I watched a little bit of that video and this bird he's pretty much just like standing he's that bird is pretty much just like you know trying to protect himself and um uh, and try to stop this turtle from um. From attacking him, but it was too late. And the way he did, it, he did it really slow. I mean, that's how turtles are. But wow, this just goes to show that um, nature is no game. And sometimes um, some vegetarians are do eat meat, which it could just goes to show that um, turtles are vegan. So I hope Kermit the Frog here. Hi. Hi. Well, ever since I saw like a little bit of that video, I was like, now I've seen everything. Oh man, this internet really hates them. But there, there's a uh, food for thought, no pun intended. And that'll be it for my uh, topics for for this episode. All right, so we already know who will be the final two. It's going to be this guy right there. That was All right. Brilliant. Okay, I'm gone. The second topic I'm going to present tonight is basically, you know, as I ranted about, you know, Brock Lesnar, there's also another thing that comes to mind, like, as of late, we all know that there was the return of CM Punk this past Friday night on Rampage, uh, the first dance. Me and uh, Brandon, you know, and I think we might do this on a weekly ba ba you know, basis for, you know, on Friday nights, you know, after a one hour of stream. I mean, it's all pretty good. Maybe with some guests as well, like, you know, with uh, uh, Chase. But um, the wrestling world has been buzzing ever since CM Punk has returned. And I'm actually, you know, I'm happy that he's back. So, man, I feel real bad for Eric right now, man. Yeah, same. Yeah. But either way, still, what does WWE do to counteract this, you know, to try and, you know, try to make it look like as if they're more important than AEW? Even though Vince McMahon himself has said that, you know, he uh he doesn't consider AEW competition yet. AEW is the one that beat them in the Wednesday Night Wars for NXT. So I'm gonna go ahead to my Facebook post, and 
I'm going to go ahead and read off what I said word for word. And I said this, and I quote, You know, some of these morons that like to sing WWE's praises and swing from Vincent Mann's genitalia need to realize, in capitals, Brock Lesnar is not the answer to the company's problems. I agree with a lot of wrestling critics, whether they be from a newsletter or on social media, when the whole reason why Brock has been paid a lot of money to come back is because of one thing. CM Punk returning to professional wrestling this past Friday on AEW Rampage. Vince believes that bringing Brock back is going to help derail the momentum, the hype, and buzz going around CM Punk's return. Dude, that's not going to work. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns 5 is not a match I want to want to see. I'm serious because we've been there and done that. Just because Brock will face uh, face and Rome. Oh no, excuse me. Just because Brock will be the face and Roman will be the heel, don't mean jack bullcrap. But if the shills want it, they can have it. But it will come at a price. CM Punk is back with professional wrestling, not sports entertainment. And even though people for years wanted him back, the one thing I knew knew was it wouldn't be with WWE because of Vince's banned words is wrestling. Brock Lesnar is back because Vince is a somebody gotta mute me to Mike because I can't because I can't, you know, um anyway. Brock Lesnar is back because Vince McMahon is a desperate son of a gun who will throw money at anyone and to draw attention away from a company he doesn't consider competition. Yet it's kind of funny because All Elite Wrestling won the Wednesday Night Wars. All Elite Wrestling has people who are being utilized better than Vince ever could. And All Elite Wrestling has legit wrestlers and not superstars. They also have great stars from, from the likes of former WWE employees such as Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, Dustin Rhodes, John Moxley, Pac, Jake Hager, Matt Hardy, Matt Seidel. Miro, Sting, Paul White, Christian Cage, Mark Henry, and now CM Punk. All the names I mentioned, the reason why Vince doesn't consider AEW competition is this. Because AEW is picking up Vince's garbage that he threw away. Well, guess what? If I see the, ra see the ratings from AEW Rampage from this past Friday, if it's over more than a million viewers, and you'll see me this Thursday on r, &R to, you know, put Vince on blast once again... But if not, it. But if it's not over more than a million, million viewers, then I'll keep my mouth shut and bide my time. Because come hell or high water, Vince will rue the day he let all these stars go, and especially for mistreating CM Punk. And if people real people want to think Brock Lesnar returning is going to save the WWE, they can knock themselves the heck out. It's not going to change anything, especially when it can't match CM Punk's return. Turn is more memorable and magical than Brock's return, and especially Becky Lynch's return. Yeah, I'm going there. Hopefully, NXT TakeOver 36, you know, can redeem things after last night's BS, and I will be on Brandon Martin's channel, you know, and for the for the live reaction. So, yeah, that's pretty much most of the post I had regarding to all this. At the end of the day, I consider this, you know, to pr be proven both a fact and also to be, you know, I just, I'm actually, you know, looking forward to, you know, what AEW's got in store. 
Now, the ratings for AEW Rampage did not go over more than a million, like, you know, to two million, like, you know, Friday Night SmackDown did before uh, SummerSlam. But it did raise a little bit from the week prior. So, with that being said, I'm not going to put Vince on blast for now. So, he's considered himself lucky, even though he's been ranted about by a lot of people, not just me. But still, I will say, though. This has not changed the fact that CM Punk's return is way better than anything. I'm not going to lie. I consider CM Punk's return to wrestling number one moment of the year. Nothing's changing my mind. Now, for my third and final topic. Well, I'm going to go ahead and think of this real quick. Um, there's like some uh, – like a top – uh, list like you know there's a top 10 wcw had a better pay-per-view than wwe and the top nine things we were tired of in wwe you know what i'll just go with the top nine and do the top 10 next week how's that sound you this could do it on uh, i mean i mean you could do the top 10 on saturday if you want yeah this is from the sportster by uh, Haverford for Joey, published on March 3rd, 2021. And this is the nine things we're tired of in WWE. The, you know, and, it's, and it reads, The current landscape of WWE has seen many things staying the same for far too long. Change is needed for any company to thrive in, in, in the entertainment industry. WWE gets criticized for falling prey to the same old format that provides disappointment. Unfortunately, a lack of change has made fans wishing for certain things to get better. WWE would benefit from realizing fans are tired of ideas, wrestlers, or storylines that just jumped the, the, the shark at some point. Time will tell when or if the company decides to change things up or if they will continue sticking to the same plans. Find out which concepts are overdone on since we're tired of following of the following things in WWE these days. And here and here's the top nine of them. Number nine, changing NXT stars when they join the main roster. Wrestlers make drastic changes when getting called up to the main roster from NXT leads to a great deal of confusion. Vince McMahon clearly do does not keep up with NXT product, and which can lead to changes on the fly. Keith Lee had great momentum for his call-up with the NXT Championship reign ending right before joining Raw. WWE changed his gear and his music and has pre prevented him from connecting with audiences. This is a... This is just one small example amid, amid tons of them with the main roster essentially erasing the NXT identity of all call-ups. Number eight, King Gimmicks. WWE has run the King of the Ring gimmick into the ground over the past decade. Past eras would see the winners just getting a big push as Bret Hart, Steve Austin, and Edge didn't need to cosplay as a king every week. Baron Corbin was the latest wrestler to win the, the tournament in 2019 and develop a heel king gimmick. The generic character had the same low ceiling it did with Bar Wade Barrett and Sheamus in previous years. Corbin did not become a serious title contender, partially due to the king due, due to the gimmick holding him back. Number seven, 
Overly edited in-ring segments. The creation of the Thunderdome has given WWE more flexibility in producing their shows. One recent thing to come to become a problem is WWE relying on editing tactics since they can easily flip film things on their own time in the Thunderdome. Bray Wyatt, Brandy Orton, and Alexa Bliss have had many segments like that, clearly featuring over-the-top editing. Bliss performing in the in the ring within seconds is a fun thought, but but it brings attention to the show not being completely live during those moments. The shtick has also quickly grown old in general. Number six, returning wrestlers getting instant title shots. WWE has fallen into a routine of not adding credibility behind the rationale of getting various title shots. Carmella recently returned from a long absence and was instantly slotted into the SmackDown Women's Championship title picture. The women wrestling weekly on SmackDown not getting a, a shot makes little sense. When Carmella gets one without piling up victories, Goldberg also returned with no explanation for his WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre aside from him wanting it. He did the same thing to The Fiend and had, and had it done to him by Roman Reigns on the road to WrestleMania 36. Also, speaking of... Number five, Goldberg. The reaction to Goldberg coming back to WWE provided many hot takes with wrestling fans sick of seeing the legend. Unlike names like The Undertaker and Triple H, Goldberg doesn't have the same deep connection with WWE fans. Goldberg also has a reputation for making others look weak with guys like Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt coming to mind. However, the however, fans are hoping that the, top, the loss to Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship means he is done coming back in big matches, at least for this foreseeable future. Number four, 50-50 booking. WWE hurt many wrestlers over the past decade with the use of 50-50 booking. Wrestlers typically exchange wins and losses within a feud in, the scenario, in these scenarios. The company expects it to prevent both talent from looking weak, but it ends with no one looking strong. Talents like Sheamus, Kevin Owens, and Cesaro have been harmed with 50-50 booking in the past. A more recent scenario featured Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler winning the Women's Tag Team Championship from Charlotte Flair and Asuka despite losing it to them weeks prior. It did nothing for any of the wrestlers involved, nor did it add any credibility or prestige to the championship, making it a complete waste. Number three, splitting up tag teams with no plan. The end of a tag team should be a, a huge moment for both wrestlers to move forward. With concrete plans in mind for them, at worst, one of the two performers should be getting a noteworthy push for a strong singles career. WWE placing Peyton Royce and Billy Kay into, into new tag team scenarios after splitting them, them up just felt like a slap in the face with lackluster storytelling. Even low, lower-tier duos like Heavy Machinery would see Tucker and Otis having no plans in place after their after ending their their team. This this sort of of short-sightedness short only hurts the product. Number two, contract signing segments. The contract signing has become the most overused storytelling device in WWE. Almost every pay-per-view will have a have a signing of some sort with a segment dedicated dedicated to it on an episode of raw or SmackDown, if not both the frequency of the contract signings, but can make them feel 
can make them all feel pointless. Both Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens and Sasha Banks versus Carmella had their individual contract signings within a month of each other on the same SmackDown brand. It's almost as if WWE isn't even trying to come up with new ways to hype up these matches. And finally, finally at number one, same women in the main event picture. WWE did a great job creating a handful of top stars for the women's division. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Asuka have been the five women above the rest of the division with con with constant success at the top of the card. Fans are ready for some new stars to be pushed, and the 2021 Royal Rumble match showcased that. Bianca Belair defeating Rhea Ripley in the final two showed just how much the audience invested in their stories, both ladies and a few more names deserve their chance at breaking through the glass ceiling. Thankfully, WWE understands that it's time for new blood, which will hopefully revitalize women's wrestling in the company. So that's going to be it for the top nine right there. Um, honestly, I kind of agree with this list, but still... This was like back in March, and you know what? That's still the same. It's still the same thing, you know, regardless. Honestly, I, I really, I really do, you know, find it, you know, very, you know, lackluster and very, you know, boring. But at the same time, most of these things are not as good as they once were. I mean, if AEW were to do something like this, at least they would try and make it look good, but not do it constantly. But still. But <clears throat> I guess that's going to be it for this week's episode. Well, with that being said, if you like this episode, give it a thumbs up. Also, be sure to comment down below if you missed your chance in the live chat. Also, be sure to subscribe to Brandon Martin if you haven't done so already and hit the notification bell whenever he does a video or a live stream like this one at all times. Same goes for Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, Yuri Alibar, and yours truly. And with that all being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for an even better day tomorrow. And now, if you excuse me, I got some dinner to eat. So, good night, everybody. Yeah. But yes. Hang on. Just and it's it for another episode of the Red Red Podcast. Tune in next week for yet another Red Red Podcast. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Keep ranting and raving, everyone. <laughs> Y'all have a good night.